On this episode of Black Educated and Broke, the white cop who killed Tamir Rice has been offered a new job, but looks like he may not be taking it. Mike's got something to say. Well, give us the latest on that story. Slap it or dap it. Are y'all feeling polo, baby, or nah? The cast weighs in on this up-and-coming artist. Pride weekend? Hey, sis! Clark Atlanta homecoming? Oh my gosh, and so much more. What's poppin' Maya is in these ATL streets? Shout it! Check her out and see where you need to be. Thou shall not what? Q is coming with the jokes on part two cuffing season for women. Mmm, whatever. Randy's Hot Topic dives into the new movie, The Hate You Give. Black Educated and Broke shares their opinions on the movie and racial inequality in America. Be sure to check us out every other Friday on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, CastBox, and Player.fm. Follow and like us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube on Black Educated and Broke. Yo, what up? Algie Smith right here, and you're watching Black Educated and Broke. But we ain't broke. We get we moving on up. You know what I'm saying? We moving on up. I made the change from a common theme. Oh, close to personal with Robin Leach. What's up, fam? Why you always got to bust the flow? You want to be a rapper in your other life, huh? Let's talk about your other life. He was a spoken words genius back in the day. Music is beautiful. Okay, I want to hear one. I got one. They call me royalty. I ain't no swisher house starter. My lyrics so hot, the devil need ice water. Hey, no? That's straight out of Texas. Who wrote that? Who wrote that in Texas? Um, I don't know. Who this guy, that? he always said in ninth grade, he rapped it every day, and I just got stuck to it. <laughs> Shout out to her class, man. Shout out to Texas girl. and the Memphis Beauty. Mike Jones, who? Oh. Are you at the high school with Mike Jones? No, he's from Houston. I'm from Dallas, oh. Texas. Triple D. Oh. Triple D stand up. Shout out oh. to all my, you I guys. I know Bond B from Houston. Shout out to Bond. I love, I love all my Texas. Actually, Bond B's from Port Arthur. All right. Well, you know, they, they consider that Houston. Ooh, which, speaking of, you know what, I'm a little well, Now, let's be technical, because them Latonia <laughs> folks, they are no, not from look. Atlanta. They Talk about it. Latonia. They say that. Talk about it, yes. The Migos are not from Atlanta. They are they're from Lawrenceville. They they're from up they there. They are from North yeah. Atlanta. That's, that's fact. That's not even North Atlanta. We're that's just about, Lawrenceville. We're talking about Atlanta. Okay. Well, can we? Keisha. Is but we still got love for them, though, because we in the A. Come on, Southwest. I just want to go back to Houston real quick. Houston and them Cowboys. I just want to say that I'm just so sad that we lost to the whack ass Houston. But that's okay, Dallas Cowboy Nation. Stand Shout up. We got the Watson. next game. Trash. Shout out Clowney. Excuse you. Trash. Wait a minute. I don't want to fight you because you're the bros. That's cool. Fight you. Because my team five and no, we good. Who? Who is that? Huh? You ready to know about it? The Kansas City Chiefs. Put on. Who the hell cares about a damn Chiefs? Every time we, we didn't beat y'all, how many times? Ooh. All right, so what y'all do this weekend? <laughs> I thought it was boycott the NFL. I'm sitting here. I, I ain't watching, like... but I got to talk noise. <laughs> no, he, just, he, just, he just told on his but, but I'm not watching. watching. I'm really not. I'm not boycotting NFL. I mean, I mean, I just, I don't feel like it's really going to make a difference if I boycott it personally. And I want to see my damn cowboys and them dirty, nasty birds. They keep losing. Ha ha. All righty, what y'all do this weekend? Ooh. Can, can I give a shout out real quick? <laughs> what, what can I you? give a shout okay, out to right last school. week? The Hate You Give premiere, y'all yes. look good. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank my you. God. Thank you. What? Like, we did the screening Tuesday. Q came we did. out. Yes. We, did. we had a lot going on, but Wednesday, the premiere, y'all look good. Thank y'all you. Y'all appreciate it. Thank you. We didn't even coordinate. Like, we didn't. That just, None we just, of it. We just popped up in the same <laughs> color scheme. Yeah, like, tell us, I mean, because honestly, y'all did a phenomenal job as far as aesthetically. Y'all look very professional. Y'all was doing the right aggression to get the right interviews. Y'all got every damn body. Everybody. Tell me how the experience was for you guys. First of all, I'm a gangster, and I'm blood, <laughs> and I had on blue, so that's against, you know, my coat. <laughs> okay, gangster. But it, it worked out, you know. 
But I, I got to give it to Maya because she's the one that really <laughs> held it down the most. All I did was stand there, act like I was talking to funny <laughs> people. But <laughs> without Maya, we wouldn't have none of the audio, oh. none of the video, anything that you guys are going to see once we get it put together. It wouldn't be possible because you put me behind that camera. It was terrible. I'm a jack it up. Now you're stressing with Thank you. Thank you. I was actually no. nervous. What? I was really nervous. Because you saw Bay? No, because I, um, you know, I went to school for behind the scenes, like just editing, camera, videography, and audio and stuff. So when y'all was like, no, we're going to do this. You're going to go. Yep. And you're not just going to work the camera. You're going to ask some questions. And I was just yes. like, huh? Hey, yes. who? Do what? But, like, when I got there, he was very supportive. He was yes. very comforting when I was freaking out because um, Algie came up to me. Hey. <laughs> and he was like, you're going to stand here. You're going to ask him questions. And you're going to act like you got some sense. Ralph Transvine. Like, okay. No, his name is Algie Smith. <laughs> and then when um, I was really excited to see Miss Angie Thomas, and she actually yes. signed my book. And Key was very, he made sure he got pictures for me, and I appreciate that. I don't know if he has video of it. <laughs> Probably don't. That's okay. Small thing, small but thing. But I got to interview her for me, and I felt like, I don't know, it just it made me feel good. Because I, I, I still kind of write. Writing is kind of a habit of mine, and because she's like my favorite author at this time, it was really inspiring to pick her brain for like five minutes so. well good Maya I'm glad y'all all enjoyed it y'all did so good and, and to our listeners uh, we're gonna have our video uploaded later this week probably the same time as you're hearing this podcast we'll have our video on our YouTube channel so make sure you check out Black Educated and Broke on YouTube as we'll have the full video of the red carpet premiere and screening yes check me out being a spaz spaz <laughs> Okay, y'all, we're going to go ahead and get right in. We always have so many things to talk about it. And as always, you know, our boy Mike B over there, he always knows what's trending in the black culture. So we're going to take a break, y'all. We'll be back more on Black Educated and Baroque. Oh, my God, girl, I'm freaking out. Reggie's birthday's on Monday, and I have no idea what I'm going to get him. You know what? He do need some new underwear, but I don't know where to get underwear from. Girl, have you not heard of Casey Underwear Co.? Casey Underwear Co., what's that? Yes, girl, it is the new popping trend. They have the most stylish and comfortable men's underwear and socks for the Lolo, girl. And you can find them online. They're at www.caseyunderwearco.com. Casey Underwear Co., your one-stop shop for men's underwear and socks. Mike's got something to say. NFL safety Eric Reed returned to the football field starting for the Carolina Panthers and recording three tackles. The officer who killed Tamir Rice has been hired as a part-time officer. Mike's Got Something to Say is brought to you by Chalkin' Ancestor. Don't forget, every day is free domestic shipping at ChalkinAncestor.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. The headlines say, new team, same man. Eric Reed took a knee on Sunday in protest against social injustice. Joining him in protest were Miami Dolphins, Kenny Stills, and Albert Wilson at the Dolphins versus the Cincinnati Bengals. After the Panthers' 33-31 victory Sunday, Reed had these words about Colin Kaepernick. It's bittersweet. I won the game, but Colin is at home with my kids. He should be playing. Veteran All-Pro defensive end Julius Peppers, who previously stayed in the locker room in protest during the national anthem, gave his support for Reed as well. 
Quarterback Cam Newton had this to say about Reed during his press conference. That's all the things that you know I really care about. You know what I'm saying? We all are entitled to our own opinion. And as a man that he is, anything that he stands for as a teammate, I'm going to stand with him too. And if he feel a certain type of way, obviously we got to talk about it as men. We all are held to a high standard. And um, at this particular point, you know, he understands, you know, he's on a team that, that has a lot of, 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 of weapons and, and, and he's one of those weapons. So for all I care, is as long as he's out there, not being a distraction, as I don't, I didn't see a distraction today. Uh, he has value to this team, valuable points that he's, you know, standing for or kneeling for or whatever. At, at the end of the day, you got to respect it. Um, that's how I feel. In other news, the cop who shot and killed Tamir Rice was recently hired in Bel Air, Ohio, a small town about 150 miles south of Cleveland. Tamir, of course, was playing with a pellet gun outside of a rec center in 2014 when he was shot and killed by the officer. The officer was never indicted, however, was fired just last year for being unfit for duty. Tamir was only 12 years old. The officer, days after the announcement, pulled his application from the Bel Air Police Department after residents expressed their concern about the officer. I don't think so because they might do it again and their power could be more off. No, because, you know, they got a background. They don't hire anybody else anywhere else with a background like that. We know shooting people or anything. Activist Sean King tweeted the breaking news by adding, Shame on them for ever giving it to him. He should never work in law enforcement again. Registering to vote in our home states of Georgia, Texas, and Missouri may have passed, but other states including Alabama and California still have a little more time for residents to get registered to vote. The deadlines are posted on our Instagram and Facebook page. For this and more, you can follow me on Twitter at MikeB underscore news, like Black Educated and Broke on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram. I'm Mike B, and these are your headlines. Right. This man always brings the I'm fire. I'm still trying to take it in. Yes. Always. I was so happy to see that Ed Reed got a job, man. Yes. yes. He was definitely one of the top at his position in the NFL. There was no reason he shouldn't have he had a position. top round draft pick. Everything, he's, man. He's, uh, he's, not he's younger than me. Now. He's younger than me, and he should have been playing. But um, a lot of people have their opinions about the Carolina Panthers. Whatever your opinion might be, I appreciate them. They signed them. Because st he still has the uh, court case, the lawsuit against the NFL. But the Carolina Collision. Panthers, shout out to their new owner. Mm -hmm. uh, you talking about the culture has changed in Carolina. So, and it, I'm a Falcons fan. I'm a home fan, but I'm also a Cam Newton fan. So, shout out to the Panthers, man. Eric Reed, I salute you, brother. Uh, the two Dolphins players, I salute you as well. I'm still with Cap. Me too. I just want to kind of go back into this Tamir Rice thing. So he, wait a minute, you're telling me he just got late, he just got fired. That was in 2014, in 2017, Last but it was because year. he was unfit. I don't understand why y'all seem so shocked. Me either. It's like I, I'm honestly, I, I thought I'd become numb to it until uh, Botham was killed, yes. and then they said they found marijuana, and I, like, what I the was hell got livid. I, I don't know. I, they felt I it on our show. That, that show we talked about that. I mean, y'all, y'all know we we were so tired that day yeah. just from that. Yeah. We came in here hype because we hadn't been at work. We was ready, and then mm -hmm. we got to talk about that. Yeah. Like that was our whole show for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Because they criminalized him. He didn't do shit wrong. They always smear you in the media. I don't. I don't get it. Like we work in media, and nowhere were we taught to smear the victim. That yeah. is not how you cover news. And the. For something that's so prevalent that happens so often, 
why would you want to take and victimize the victim knowing his family is going through pain, his and her family, going through whatever they're going through as far as losing a loved one, especially to a police officer, and then we found marijuana. First of all, marijuana is not that bad. All right, I don't know why y'all make such a huge deal about it. it's not crack cocaine. There's no epidemic going on about marijuana. I don't know when I've ever heard anybody overdosing on it. So to say, oh, we found marijuana, okay, you found a little weed. Okay, now what? What about this lady who entered into the wrong apartment and she killed him? And I still exactly. haven't heard anything about this. Exactly, but do you know what? That's why they got us, like Roland Martin say, black media. We, we got to cover yeah. it ourselves and present it the way it should be presented. Like, that officer did not get a name from me. It's all about Tamir Rice. He was 12 years old. And, I mean, that's it. So, whoever that officer is, whatever his name is, whatever. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I'm glad that y'all both are kind of, like, speaking about that because we are going to get into more detail of that later on during our hot topic or whatever. But, you know, nevertheless, we got to stay prayed up. Mike, you made a big point about, like, what Roland Martin said, black media. So, media smearing it. We got to make sure as the media outlet to those who are aspiring to be on the media, you just make sure you tell the whole truth. You know, make sure that you're not victimizing people that don't deserve it and you're not criminalizing people that is not, okay? But, y'all, we're going to keep it going. We got a new segment coming up. Y'all know about it. Slap it or dap it. Keep it locked on Black Educated and Broke. Each and every week, Black, Educated, and Broke, Mike's Got Something to Say is brought to you by Chocolate Ancestor, an online apparel and accessory shop that brings meaning and self-expression into fashion. At the end of the day, Chocolate Ancestor lets you be you. Log on to www.chocolateancestor.com for the latest deals and designs. Okie dokie. So we back again with our next artist. This is number two for our segment um, it's called Slap It or Dap It. It's easy. If you're rolling with the music, if you like the jam, we're going to slap it. If you don't, you holler at you later. Peace out. I'm going to dap you up, homie. This week, we got a new artist. His name is Polo Baby. Hey, Polo Baby. His song is entitled Watch Me Do It. So y'all uh, take a listen. Tell me what y'all think, all right? Here it is. Polo Baby, Watch Me Do It. Do it, why me do it? Just do it, why me do it? Let me show you how to sweat. Why me go and get that bed? 
while I hit my money, then I'ma do it, do it, do it, go. When I bring you on the floor, now why me get real smooth? Told the roll up on the hoe. Why me do it? 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 Why me get it on the play? Why me boogie on the floor? Both heads swing out through the door, yeah. When I hit the floor, yeah. Why me do it? 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 Now middle rock on the block. Hollow wait, now stop. Hey, do your thing, don't stop. Mow his swag on the flow. Yeah, so and so with snow. Now get it, get it, get it, go. Now tell a friend to tag a friend. Do your dance until it ends. So the mohead swag ain't dead. If you gone it, I show body gone and sweat. Mohead zombie, turn him up to the break of dust. In the club, we going dumb. We just trying to have some fun. I'm in the building, we don't want the DJ got me gone. Tell them we ain't going home. G committee going strong. Yeah, once they play this song, they like polo. How you do it? Clear the flow and why me do it? There's no certain way to do it. It be like Nike as it do it. Why me do it? 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 Why me get it on the play? Why me boogie on the floor? So what y'all think? Polo What's baby? Maya, Maya, Randy, what you think? Because you the hype is in the building well, you know right me. Now. Okay, if, if everybody knows Randy, I love, like, a locals or people that's underground. I love underground music. I love, 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 love it. Um, you know, I first thought it was Atlanta. Then when I first heard it, some more, why me, dude? Definitely gave me Texas. So, I mean, you know, I slap it, baby. She's slapping it because she from the, that's where she from. I'm just saying. <laughs> Mike, what you think, Jay? Oh, okay. Well, when I first saw the title I was thinking like baby D do it back in was that 04 <laughs> but uh it the it the song took too long for me it took 50 some seconds and that's all I heard was watch me do it so I, the beat ain't bad bro but I'm gonna have to dap it bro I'm gonna have to dap it we got one dap it what's up Maya what you got okay so if I were to hear it in the club I'd be okay because you know the clubs play snippets of it like up until his first verse would have dropped, and it would probably fade it out into something you got else. Drinking, so yeah, the first like <laughs> beginning of it was like okay, but then after a while, it was just like okay, watch you do what? <laughs> watch him get it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, it was a little catchy, but like I wouldn't slap it. So you're dapping it. I mean, I wouldn't dap it either. It's just like it's, it's right in the midpoint for me. I don't hate it. It's not terrible, but I wouldn't listen to it on the regular. So that's the dap. So she, honey. she, she dap it. I'll dap it. Yeah, I'll dap it. Are we good, bro? Appreciate it. All yeah. Right. Thanks for your. Thank y'all for coming through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks for your hospitality. See you later. Make sure you put your cup in the sink. Okay, coasters. <laughs> All please. Right. All right. So when I listened to the song, I, I also caught the the Texas feel. It, it made me feel like I was back. On Langston's campus in 2008, in Club Multi, <laughs> you know, because we grow around here, That's honey. That's right. You know, we used to stanky leg. Hey, uh, what's all the All them Dallas dances. This is what it made me feel like. I was on something like that. Uh, it gave me other vibes. You know, I vibe out to it. 
Also, uh, something that I did catch. I don't know if y'all caught it. Y'all know who Famous Famous is? The cookies? No. The dude that be dancing, they be like, yeah, yeah. He be jumping out of stuff and be dancing. Maybe. What the dude with Rodeo? He from Dallas. I feel like that sounds very familiar. The black dude, he always got on like like hammer claws or something. <laughs> I heard that in the song. That was dope. Um, as far as slap it, I slap it if I'm getting hyped. Yeah. I don't know if I'd ride to it or yeah. just play the song. But I'm going to go with slap it because if we're getting ready for a party, this is something that I would throw on yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's not it terrible. It just wouldn't, you know, my vibe is a little different. It's a little, yeah, I feel that. So we got a 50-50 on this one. So, Polo, baby, we got to slap it and adapt it on you. The song is rocking. Keep doing your thing. Yeah. Keep submitting music. We definitely appreciate it, man. Yeah, Keep man, working the song on your craft. Bad. That, that yes. first fifty seconds, it just—I uh, got adult ADHD. You got to catch me. <laughs> Mike, catch Mike me. is like twenty-seven Duh. years old, but in real life, he's fifty. But there I'm we older go. Than he's granddaddy so Mike. Older you got older than twenty-seven. I'm older than twenty-seven, but I'm like sixty-five. Hey, pop, yeah, pop. See, you know, Uncle Mike. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Mike. <laughs> Alright Do your thing boy Yes Big Keep grinding Looking for the latest In news Music Fashion Pop culture And what's popping In the ATL Well Mike's got something To say will keep you In the know Mike's got your events Covered with what's popping The 10th spot with Q Has your pop culture Roundup And of course Everyone's favorite Homegirl Randy O Is leading the pack don't forget to follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to the Black Educated and Broke podcast on Apple, SoundCloud, CastBox, and Player FM. What's going on, guys? It's Maya, and this is What's Poppin'. Okay. All right, guys, what's poppin'? I'm about to keep this short and sweet for y'all, okay? What's going on this weekend? We got Atlanta Pride Weekend going on from October 13th to the 14th. Hey, sis. <laughs> Shout hey, boo. out to oh, listeners. Shout out. Yes. All right. And then also the same weekend, my alma mater, the illustrious Clark Atlanta University's homecoming. Shout out to Clark Atlanta. CAU. <sighs> okay. What's all that for, dog? Because I won't be there. I won't be in attendance. What? I know. I, I'm... You're full of excuses? What's going on? You know what? I'd rather be a working woman than a drunk Ooh. one. Come on, girl. You better so. say that word. That's the you know what so you can do? That's you my prerogative. You can come and go see my grandmama. She ain't going to homecoming either. You my know. grandma OG, she went to the original Clark College. Yeah, oh, she, yes. she probably know my grandmama then. She, hey, they probably used to. They know, probably used to run the yard, you know. Be <laughs> <laughs> yelling now, that promenade. You hear me? All right, you heard me. Come on, Alessia. We got it from somewhere. All right, anyway. <laughs> also, it's going Netherlands is opening up this weekend. The Netherworld. Yes. Haunted House. You know it's time to get spooky. They're open. No, no, no you got to say it the way you say it. I love when you say it like this. Go ahead. The spooky word. How you used to say it? <laughs> Come on, say it, Maya. Just, how do I say it? Spooky. It's like it's spooky. Spooky. <laughs> they are open from 7.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m., but on Fridays and Saturdays, they're open until 12. Spellhouse Homecoming, October 27th. Spellhouse, Spellman, Morehouse College. I don't know if y'all knew the slang or not, but yes, you know. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they homecoming coming up. All right. I really wish I was there. I'm so sad I won't be there. I'll be in, in Dallas, but shout out to Spellman and Morehouse. I love this. I'll be there. Shout out to the whole AUC because yes. you know Morris Brown is celebrating their homecoming as well. Oh, we got to put on for Morris Brown. Shout you know, out to Morris. All HBCUs, absolutely. Original, Shout you know. Out. I don't know why they didn't do it all together like they did last year. It's every other year. Oh, oh. really? Yeah. Nah, I know. That was popular. Yeah. And what does AUC stand for? Atlanta, Atlanta University, University Center. Center. Yes. I thought it was college. Okay, thank you. No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> if you wonder, we can kick it to AUC and let it roam. 
What song? That's a song. Where'd it come from? That's ludicrous. Uh, there we go. There we go. I know I heard it somewhere. Where'd the song come from? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, the So So Death 25th. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. October 21st. I know Mike Beasy is excited for I that. So with all these events going on for this upcoming weekend, this weekend, and the weekend coming, y'all, please, please, please drive safe. Uber is cheaper than a DUI ticket in the fine. Okay, guys? I have an Uber code. It's Maya T 2355 UI. Okay? Say you, it again. Break it down for Maya. Maya, M-A-Y-A, T, the letter T like toilet. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know why that's the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> T like turtle. Let's change that. Maya, M-A-Y-A, T like turtle. 23, <laughs> 2355 U like you. And I like I. All right. Use it if you need it. Please, please, please need it because I don't want anybody causing any accidents. 20 is already hard enough to get down. Please don't kill yourself trying to turn up and be this, that, and the other. All right. Safer is better than dead. And that's that on that. That's what's popping with Maya. Maya, hold up. First of all, did y'all just, did y'all enjoy that energy that she just gave us? <laughs> Maya it. gave me life during that segment, bitch. I love that. <laughs> so you, you put me in front of a camera one time, and this is what you get, okay? Yeah, Maya. <laughs> I told you not to open that Pandora's box. I love it. I love it, guys. So like Maya said, you know, what's popping in the A this weekend, all of our activities are going to be on our social media, on our Facebook, on our Instagram. Y'all keep it live because my boy Q in a 10 spot and his foolish this, this damn cuffing season is up next. Stay tuned on Black Educated in Barizzo. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Are y'all ready for the 10 spot? No, we ain't ready for this yeah. bullshit. I know the women yeah. ain't. But I got to keep it funky. Yeah, you funky, all right. Keep it, keep it funky. Please, don't your phone. No, I'm listening. You listening? Because mm-hmm. I'm getting funky on the mic like you an old batch of collard greens. Well, I love collard greens. Wait a minute. You already said 2008 and you keeping it funky. Yeah. All right. Keeping it funky like must in the wintertime. Oh, my God. Is that even <laughs> such a thing? <laughs> Unfortunately, well, I, I just do thought about one. that Michael Jackson meme. Exactly. All right. <laughs> All right. Let me stop holding y'all up, man. This is the 10 spot. I said last week I was going to come with the 10 spot for the ladies on cuffing season. But, see, I talked to my man, Mike, and I said, watch this, Mike. We're about to switch it up on the ladies. It's see, they think mess. I'm going to come through and put some game on the ladies to, you know, finesse. Huh. Not happening. I'm gonna come through, and I'm gonna keep it a hundred. That's the truth. And I know y'all don't like it. Are you gonna go? Like, oh my god. Oh, I'm gonna go, but I gotta tease it a little more. You feel me? Now, (laughs) bring bring this word. Bring this word. Number ten. Thou shall not cling. That's right. That's right. Self-explanatory. Yes, stop clinging on us. Well, number nine. Thou shalt cook breakfast and or dinner. Boy, bye. Listen, need a few pieces Listen, of I'm bacon before work. Absolutely. Morning, now, we got to backtrack drunk. a little bit because it ain't no no slumber parties. Remember, you can't stay over. But I can cook you a meal. Yeah, so let me how break you it down. To get See? Breakfast? Watch, right. let me break it down for you right now. I come through before I go to work. <laughs> oh, that's how you do it. Oh, I got to be at work at 7. Cool, I'll be there at 5 30. I just that's hit plenty you. of time. Clothes, like, clothes, iron, dress, ready to or go that, into or the that's, office. That's Saturday morning before you about to go get your hair done. Easy. Hey, your appointment ain't till ten thirty. I'm pulling up. At Let me clock. knock that off right quick. With money to get my damn hair done, but go ahead. Negative number eight. 
<laughs> Thou shall keep the cabinet stocked with all my favorite snacks. Are you like fucking 10? Like listen, you're a grown listen, man with snacks? If, if we bring in, if snacks? we bring in that hammer, <laughs> I need my little Debbie oatmeal pie. Absolutely. Some hot fries. Absolutely. My uh, Fago sodas. We need and, everything. and I need the peach. All, All right. right, so <laughs> let me. Can I interject right quick? You talking about you bringing the hammer? The so hammer. I didn't so say this hammer, only I applies. This only applies. No, it does not. To the I, men I who have going. hammers. Okay, because they ain't got that hammer. Because <laughs> if you going. don't have the hammer to drop off, please do hey. not come in my hey. house with this energy. You blessed. know what the beautiful thing is? <laughs> with your baby arm. Is when you bring in, when you bring the baby leg, you ain't even got to tell them to have all this. They're going to stock. Hey, what kind of snacks you like? Oh cool, I have it in the cabinet for don't you. Come in here with no big energy. Thank you. <laughs> Number seven, thou shall have Kool Aid made. Okay, I do fuck with Kool-Aid. Bro. Absolutely. I do love Kool-Aid. Because after that first round, your mouth be kind of dry. Red, purple, It be dry. You need to, you know, me? you need to uh, cure that. Thirst. That, that right there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you need to get the cotton mouth up Wait, can out I put, of there. Wait, can I put a pin? I, gotta, I just want to tell a quick story about the Kool-Aid because that situation kind of happened before. Oh, oh my land. Oh, yeah. So, you know, has the Kool-Aid, you know, ready for his ass or whatever. Do you know, like, he caught a Charlie horse and cramp because it was too much damn sugar in the Kool-Aid? Ooh. So I learned you he's can't really put too much sugar he's in the Kool-Aid. He's a weakling. No, he's a healthy soul, and I fucked him up with the Kool-Aid. So, ladies, if the nigga get cramps and shit, he's a healthy guy. Just ease back on the sugar. No, he's going to drink some water. I don't taste diabetes in he my drink, in my Kool-Aid. <laughs> he's not real. He ain't. Exactly. Drinking no Kool-Aid. Number six, real. thou shall not turn down any alcoholic beverage. So y'all want us to get fucked up so you can take advantage of us. No, Got do it. I look like Pill Cosby to you? Pill. I mean, looks are, looks are deceiving. Hey, I... <laughs> I'm going to put it like this. My name is Ronald. I've never had to take advantage of anybody. Without the drinks, huh? Without the drinks. Oh, God. He ain't never had to be. Debonair. I'm gagging with the spoon. Why am I hyping this man up? I thought you were gagging with anything. But number five, thou shall not cuddle. Never. I had to reiterate that. I know we talked about that last week. But I had to make sure y'all understood there's no cuddling when it comes to this thing. That's right. Number four, thou shall not catch feelings when no response to his text is sent. <laughs> so we, we gotta accept you ignoring the fuck out of us. Ain't gotta be ignoring the fuck out of you, but you could be just you. You text me at seven a.m. I might not text you back Time till out. nine p.m. Time, Time out. Exactly. Time out. Straight up. Exactly. Time out. Because the only way that I'm not gonna start double texting your ass is if your red receipts are not on. If it says red, oh, trust and believe, I'm calling, I'm texting, I'm FaceTiming. I well, might it, even show up at your house, depending on. If it's red receipts are on, he ain't player, first of all, for no, opening the text player. message and knowing that they own. But if it says delivered, I might hit you with two text messages and keep it pushing. I, I still say I didn't get it. I said oh, wow. I'll keep it pushing. Like yeah, you can, I'll hit you with two messages, and that's it. Like my pride is more important. Come on, pride. Okay. <laughs> but if baby it says like, red, do you hear that? With the baby leg, and then you open in the door. <laughs> I don't open doors to baby you. legs. Sorry. Yeah, whatever. I'm telling My standards you. are too high for that. Number three, <laughs> thou shalt not call without checking via text message first. I kind of feel like that would do. It's like, don't call me. Text me. First. Don't call me. You better send a text and make sure the coast is clear. Oh my god! I am Absolutely. so over you. I agree uh, with that, but only like not for the same reason you're doing. Like right. you're trying to be player with it. I'm, I no, I said for I'm saying period. What if you know I'm in the middle of something and I'm using my phone and I I can't get a call. I just need you to text and I will check it when I'm finished. Okay, I am over this. I'm just saying. And number two, thou shalt not FaceTime 
I feel like that too. Don't be FaceTiming me. But what, Especially without permission. Okay, I agree. That's for women too. Don't don't FaceTime me. You will get rejected. <laughs> I like FaceTime, so I'm gonna leave that. And then I won't answer. I won't call. I won't I'm text. Like, why you FaceTiming me? What's up? What you need? Yeah, so you know, you start I like FaceTime. Because oh. men typically, when men is trying to FaceTime you, they trying to see what the hell you. They text you or call you. Don't really? pick up and they FaceTime. I could have sworn that's when the women do. Well, I mean, I experienced wow. men and wow. men's. I just like face to face interactions. If I like you like that, but we just cool. Kind of getting our thing, and we ain't got a FaceTime, but baby, what you FaceTime me for? No, like, period. I just like rather, I'd rather talk to you face to face. I agree, like. but not FaceTime. <laughs> face to face means we're right here in each other's vicinity. No, because sometimes that can be awkward. Mm-mm. FaceTime nope. kind of breaks the FaceTime ice. is awkward. Yeah, Why are you FaceTime? Who are you trying to see in my background? Exactly. Right. Okay, that's the one I agree We with. might agree on something, That's Randy. the only thing right. I Out of 19, we might agree <laughs> on one. Let's see if we agree on number 20. Thou shalt follow the rules set forth from the beginning, even Hell. if we break them. Hell no, Absolutely. sir. This is so sexist. Sound this like is so biased. <laughs> this is so man-heavy. Hey, no. I, I didn't say it was going like to be contract. for the women. I just said I had part two on the women. So I'm just saying, this fellas, cuffing it's cuffing season. season. It's about to get real cold. Atlanta is still 80, 90 degrees here. But in some <laughs> places, it's chilly season. They okay. got they they crackers. They got their bowls. They didn't make they chili. Don't get caught out in no storm. I feel like number twenty shouldn't say rules. It should say boundaries. I think it shouldn't say none of the shit that it says at all. Of its whole. Paper. But like it, 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 with the with the with the saying rules, it sounds like that's a contract in place for it to be cuffing season. That sounds like a you problem. Oh, girl, this is why you know what. What I'm saying is, <laughs> fellas, don't get caught in a snowstorm. At her house with her kids knocking on the door, talking about mama, we hungry. All right, asking for cereal. Okay, Okay. I'm just saying, y'all, uh, y'all keep it player, man. Okay, well, what's not player is this damn list, ladies. Haters, you know, men are gonna. And that's the ten spot, baby. Beautiful. Beautiful. Men are gonna have their feelings and thoughts, ladies. But if you don't agree, like me. Fuck this list, okay? But I do want to tell you about the cuffing season schedule since we're wrapping it up and we're really into the season. I don't know if y'all don't notice, but here's the cuffing season schedule. Did you get this off Google? Don't worry about it. I got it from your mama. Okay, scouting is from... (laughs) business. All right. So scouting is from August the 1st to August the 31st. That's when you scout, right? So you should be done. Drafting was September 1st through the 30th. Now we're in the pre... Now we're in tryouts. October 1st through the 31st. What consists of tryouts? Tryouts is like, you know, now they're picking who's going to be cuffed up for the season. So are you cooking? Are you fucking? Are you sucking? Are you living your best life? Are you making me feel important? Uh-huh. That's tryouts. Uh, then we have preseason, November the 1st through the 30th. So you got your lineup, you know, your five ladies, That's your five dudes. Winner. And now you're going to figure out, like, who gonna, you know, who's actually making it you know, to the rest of the team, right? Cuffing season actually is. December the 1st through January the 15th. That is the actual cuffing season. That whole time frame of the cold, the cuddling, whoever made it from the preseason. Playoffs. Okay, now that this is, we've been getting to the championship. Playoffs are January the 16th to February the 13th. And then the championship game is February the 14th, okay? That's who actually wins. That's how I always know for cuffing season. You go from bitch number six, and now you're number one because you made it to Valentine's Day. So, ladies, if you're trying to get that gift on Valentine's Day, honey, play your part, which does include cuddling. does include you doing a little cooking and stuff like that. Everything you need to do to make sure you solidify the deal on now, February the 14th. Thou, thou shall not cuddle. You want to see that? You I'm like going to tell that, you right, right now. Y'all see that 
somebody. Y'all I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, there ain't no making it. it to February 14th. And if you do, I guarantee you won't hear from me. That's because you ain't real, QQ. Hey, I, that's you exactly why. Yeah, absolutely am. I'm telling you, February 14th will come and go exactly. like another this day. Ain't, this ain't cuddle season. Hey, cuddle season. Valentine's cuffing, Day. You're cuffing a person. You're making them yours for that season. No, you're trying, yes. to, you're trying to get a man. Come on, y'all. You know what I just thought about? You know why this don't apply? (laughs) Mike, I'm about to break it down for them. They ain't even think about this. What about places like California and Miami where it don't get cold? So we'll be oh cuffing for, for through them months. First of all, they still get for cold. What? California what? nighttime gets very cold. It don't, get, the it don't get 32 and below. Where we going to <laughs> Oakland? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> and and I, ain't, I ain't going. Right. Okay, you know what? It's cool, Randy. If you, you want a man, we can set you up on Christian Mingle. Okay, Christian Mingle. Plenty of fish, <laughs> you know. E-Harmony, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, E-Harmony. Yeah, yeah. We got you. Matter of fact, we'll... What? I'll scout some phone for you. Lady. We'll get your Christian do- Mingle. Come she, on now. Do she? she or do she? she want to be a first lady. Are you done? Are you freaking done? Because I sent her this text message last week about y'all know who... And she about melted. I bet she pissed her pants, boy. Then you throw your phone across the room? I have Ooh, no re- recollection of any of that. She you know when they stutter, lit. they lie, right? <laughs> 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 yeah, all right. Okay, y'all, we enjoyed that. Shout out to Tim's Q's, uh, Q's 10 spot. Let me okay. see if I can do his voice real quick. Oh, let's see. Oh, <laughs> what you got? Come on. Hit the, oh, oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Mike being messy. My bad, my bad, my bad. Oh, my God. Y'all, keep it locked. That 10 spot was beautiful. Y'all keep it locked already, y'all, as we continue to show on Black Educated and Broke. Shh, I'm listening to Black Educated and Broke. All righty, guys. I hope y'all enjoy. We've been having a bum-ass show so far. Welcome back to Black Educated and Broke. So now we're going to go into Randy's hot topics. So it's going to get a little heavy. But, um, you know, as we all know, uh, we all went to the red carpet screening, specifically Maya and Q, to see THUG, which stands for The Hate You Give. Little and, infants, uh, F everybody. Okay, and so, like, for those who haven't watched the movie, um, I don't know, I guess, I mean, spoiler, whatever it is, but... It's thug life. The hate you give little infants. That's everybody. I know what it stands for. What do you think it means? I think it's about us. Us who? Black people. Poor people, everybody at the bottom. Are you on it? Pac was trying to school us on how the system's designed against us. Why else you think so many people in our neighborhood deal? They need the money. Yeah. And they no real jobs around here. So they fall into the trap. The way that it ended is basically justice wasn't served, which is like is for today. Yes, ma'am. So with uh, with Mike just letting us know about Tamir's, you know, um, the person who killed him being able to get a damn job, to, to talking about Eric Reed and his injustice to be able to play, a lot of this about Botham that we just talked about in Dallas, Texas. So I just want to know what you guys think, for one, about the movie, about it still showing the reality which we live in, and just your thoughts overall about racial injustice and, like, you know, what can we do as millennials, black millennials, to really try to make a difference? Real quickly, uh, the movie is in selected theaters uh, in a lot of cities. You know, we're based in Atlanta, so it is in Atlanta, and it opens my what the nineteenth. Yeah, nationally. It opens nationally, nationally it opens worldwide on the nineteenth. So a lot of people have seen the movie. So you know, people are like don't spoil it. Listen, it's a book, so I already spoiled because it's real life, and that's how I feel about the movie. That movie was so uh, real for me, um, and we had a, a panel after. And I want to touch on the panel just a little bit because the question was just asked, 
Are You Afraid to Drive? And that movie, what's going on? I mean, like we said, for uh, Botham John, what happened with him at home? I, I'm just scared half the time when I'm in my car. So that's how I felt. But that, the movie was phenomenal. Um, I mean, for me, it was just real. I don't I don't know what else to put. I mean, we, we're going to get a little deeper in it. But for me, just to talk about the movie, the movie was real for me. Because I read the book, I already kind of um, knew what the movie was about. But um, seeing it, opposed to reading it, was two different things. Considering, especially considering a lot of the injustice that's happening today, and what I've witnessed as my, um, as I've become, as I've been coming into age, because I, let's be real, cops have been killing unarmed black kids for the for decades, but it didn't start really becoming more blatant and more noticeable for me until I want to say Trayvon Martin, but my first protest was Mike Brown. Like, my first time comprehending and actually feeling something. Because with Tamar, when, um, not Tamar, but when Trayvon died, I was sad. I was in college, freshman year. I was sad. We did a hoodie day. I, you know, because what could have been. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't angry until Mike Brown. You know what I'm saying? So that one started to impact me. And I remember it in watching the movie and how everything I really, I felt Star. And my friend, we read the book together. She said, you remind me so much of Star. Like, it's crazy. And watching the movie, I can see why. Because her anger was different. It was a silent anger. And it could have been more deadly than what it was. But she held back because she still was trying to balance. She She was still trying to find herself. So I understand that part. But had she had found herself and that had happened, it probably it probably would have been almost as bad as the, the Detroit riots because it was building. You know what I'm saying? So the movie was very powerful. It showed a lot of how angry we are and how and how black people, especially black people from, the you know, who aren't middle class. I won't say poor because no one's really poor like you had explained earlier. If you're happy in spirit, you're not poor in nowhere. So it kind of, it just kind of showed what we have to go through, what we have to deal with to even try to be close to the line of safe. And then it showed also the privilege that the white folks do have that they want to be ignorant to because they choose to be ignorant. Most of them, not all of them. Some of them know and some of them try to help, like the white lady who stood up for the two Hispanic women in the grocery store. She 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 chose to be an ally. Absolutely. And I respect women, especially white women, because y'all are, I'm sorry, but they are really good for it, for playing the victim mm-hmm. role. But I respect the white hey, women yeah. who stand up and become an ally. Absolutely. To people of color. And for that to happen, on top of the movie coming out, it shows what can be, mm-hmm. but what America and what everyone chooses to remain. And it's a real eye opener. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm getting really deep. Sorry, y'all. No, I love it. Girl. I love <laughs> Mike get deep, honey. I, girl, you are right. Cooper, you jump in. Can I can I comment on it? So I mean, I, I did kind of come in like at the funeral. 
I came in right when the funeral. Oh, so honey, we I missed, it. But I mean, I already know what happened. I mean, I have a good idea. So basically, it was injustice. And for me, on one end, like I wanted the narrative to end on a positive note, where you know justice was served, um, where the cop got arrested, lost his job, whoop de whoop de woo. That would have been better because I heard like when um, David Banner when he went on a tangent about like why it always got to end like this. Black people never win. We never this and that. Like we don't never win in the movies. And he didn't like it. He wanted to see justice. So I had a mixed feeling about that because on one end I do wish that it would have turned for the good, you know. But I mean. Forget it to be a movie. Let a reality be real justice. But at the same time, I'm kind of glad that it did end that way because, yeah, you see it on TV. We talk about it all the time. But to see a, a movie and showing exactly what happened, show somebody who saw it, kept quiet, somebody spoke up, went to the Supreme Court and was not believed, I do think, I think for audiences other than black people, they needed to see it like, look, this is real. This ain't fake. This is what really happened. So maybe that their eyes can be enlightened. And then in return, they want to, okay, you know, before I judge this next black person or for the next cop when they watch a movie, like they watch the movie, the next time they pull a black person over. Okay, you know what? Let me just, you know, you're, you hope that somebody can take it and do more to prevent it from happening. So I thought it was a very good movie, um, very good actors. And I just really hate that we just in a time where we even got to deal with this kind of shit. Like, I mean, we got other stuff to worry about, trying to get a job, trying to keep a job. Try to support our families. It's like we're about the damn cop behind our back. We can't even go walk to the damn store, drive to the store. Like, it is ridiculous. But you know what? It's life. It is what's happening. So I think it's very important for us as people to make sure that you're more of an advocate. Like, you know, if you are getting pulled over, oh, sidebar. Did y'all know now with Siri? You, you got to download. Yeah, you know, well, Siri, you'll say, hey, Siri, I'm being pulled over or something. And Siri will close down your apps, start recording, like, the whole incident. Yeah. That's for iPhone users, so you know. But we just got to do more to make sure we speak up. And, y'all, if we are getting pulled over, getting attacked, please do not do something to bring yourself more, like, uh, more under fire. Like, be cool, be calm, cold, all that talking back. Like, don't make yourself more of a target. But touching on that, um, sorry, Q, but um, we did see that. We saw Philando could still do that. He did Absolutely. everything right, and he still ended up dead. This is true. And that reminded me of what Star's mom said. I know she said it in the book. I can't recall if she said it in the movie. But you can do everything right, and something can still go wrong. This is true. So touching on what you said, I really do think that the movie was realistic. Like, if it would have showed, you know, the cop losing his job, getting indicted, and going to jail and stuff, that would have been too unrealistic for it to be. It would break the lines yeah. of whether or not it was a movie versus reality. So I'm glad. I'm not glad. But I am glad that he showed, like she, George Tillman kept to the book and didn't have a happy ending because of the fact that there are no happy endings that we've witnessed. You know, everybody, we're getting killed. <laughs> and, they're, and they're getting away with it. And it's just like, why would you want to romanticize that to me? Because I feel like if the movie did have an ending where the cop went to jail, it would be a fantasy and it would be romanticizing the whole situation. Like, we're dying they're getting away with it. That's it. Like, that's it. So I'm, I am understand David Banner's frustration and his rant and how he wished for once we won. But at the same time, we didn't lose. We lost a body. We lost a, a kid. But his spirit still lived on because of the fact that yeah. Star spoke up. Yeah. Most, keep, most people don't do that, especially not 16-year-olds who witnessed that. Right. They who witnessed worse. Yeah. The fact that she did that, she tried. She tried to get him justice, and that was probably the best thing she could have done because of her being his friend. Right on. Um, this is a, 
a subject that always weighs really heavy on me. Um, the motto of the police department is to protect and serve. Right? That's what they say. But research shows, and even history shows, that further back that the police were created not to protect and serve, but to round up slaves and take them back to their plantation and or kill them. And that's still prevalent in today's society. We talk about history repeating itself, but history continues to repeat itself, but it changes the way it actually does it. So them killing us is a shock time and time again, and it hurts the same every single time. And I think of me as a black man who has a permit to carry, who could be any of these black men who have been killed, it just kind of weighs on me a little differently. Like, I'm a family man. Uh, how do you explain that? How do you say that I'm not coming home? How do you explain that to my mother? How do you explain that to anybody in my family that I'm no longer here because a trigger-happy police officer took my life because he mistook anything that I did, any quick motion or anything, and killed me? Like, it's tough. And I'm watching the movie. Last time we recorded, I said, ah, I hope the ending is different than what's been in our society. And without giving it away, I mean, spoiler alert, it's not different. So when David Banner got up and spoke at the end of the movie, I was already feeling the exact same thing that he spoke about before he ever grabbed the mic. Like, I was upset. Like, damn, this is a movie. It's a black movie. How come we can't win at least once? Even if it's a fantasy, even if this ain't real, at least let us feel good about ourselves for a little while and be like, that's a, cool, I enjoyed it. That was a good ending. And while I sympathize and I understand why it did not, like I, I see both sides, but sometimes we do want to win. It's a black movie, black actors, uh, but we we still lost. Like Khalil was dead. Like, that, that just weighs super heavy on me, man. And I took some pointers from the movie and just some things to, to live by, but I, I don't know how soon I can watch that movie again just because the whole next day my head was completely messed up. Like, at work, I didn't really talk to nobody. And this wasn't even real. I've never watched a movie that it was so traumatizing to me, and I watch horror flicks, and I've never been bothered by any of this stuff but I guess just since there's so many being killed time and time again that it just it just weighed heavy on me man I just I just want better for us alright I don't want to be looked at as a weapon because my skin color is much darker than uh, than yours I think that's the thing though it, it was I think it was meant to be real because that's what we see every day. And like you said, you said Trayvon Martin. And then we uh you went to Mike Brown. And then, you know with Trayvon, Trayvon wasn't killed by a police officer. Mm-hmm. And then also right after Trayvon Martin, uh, we forget about Jordan Davis in Florida mm-hmm. who was killed by a white man at a gas station over loud rap music. Mm-hmm. He was so convicted. He was convicted. He was. He was convicted. But then, like you say, when he got to Mike Brown... And it's not the first time a police officer has done that, but we get to Mike Brown and the names that rolled after Mike Brown, and they're all police officers. And mm-hmm. like you said, they're supposed to protect and serve. That's it. 
But you remember the cop on the panel discussion? He said that um, when they shoot, they're not shooting to disarm because they're shooting at the yeah. most, the part of the body that carries the most uh, arteries, right? He said they're shooting for the largest part on the per- on the human mm-hmm. body, which is the stomach. And you know, if you hit an artery, they just bleeding out. I I always thought growing up, police were trained to shoot at his arm, which means they shoot in the knees or the legs. But he told me, Shoots well, he to told kill. us at the panel they shoot to kill. Yeah. That changed everything for me. Like I really thought, I'm not gonna say I really thought because my uncle, well, not my uncle, my cousin. He's my older cousin. He's a police officer. So I always saw the good cops. But now I'm seeing more bad cops. Yeah, yeah. we've talked about that before. The, the good this, cops we know. And now that I've actually heard a cop say it, yeah, it changes everything. It's tough. And that police officer, he uh, works in a, a large county uh, here in Atlanta, and I, I know that county. I know that county, and I know I've met so many good police officers in that yeah. county, and they're especially they're African American. They they live in that community. Their kids go to school in that community, but and like one of the piece of people that stood up in the audience, like he said, like one thing we wanted to get that police officer to understand, and it may not be happening in DeKalb County, you you just but you're representing everybody that wears that uniform, and like he told that man, you you getting he said out of all due respect, but you're getting off topic, but we talking about the black lives being killed by the white officers, yeah, that's what we talking about. It's real. Yeah, yeah, that's a very heavy topic, guys. So, you know, definitely feel free to, you know, comment on this, to send us some feedback, share your thoughts, because we want to know what you guys think, too. Because, I mean, Please at the end of the go day, see the movie. Please th- that go was what I'm going to leave movie. it with. Like, yeah. if anything, guys, make sure you go support the movie. It's, again, it's The Hate You Give. It's going to be out, you said, uh, October 19th. That's the all Nationwide. theaters. Nationwide. All right. And it's really funny, guys. The acronym is THUG, you know? Um, and what, what was, what, what do we think? Uh, what was, uh, who had THUG on their uh, Tupac, Two and what did he say stood life. for? The hate you give infants fucks everybody. Little infants. Yeah, the hate little. you give little infants fuck everybody. But in this case, the hate you give, that's what the movie's about. So we definitely want to make sure you go check it out. Um, and, you know, as we kind of, you know, out of the mood, because it's, it's one of them situations kind of get you down and out in your feelings, but I just want to make sure we say something positive as we get ready to wrap up this podcast. Say something positive, yeah. I did want to say, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. But I did want to remember some of the ones that lost their lives to police officers. Just mention them, you know, one time. I'll say real quick, moment of silence, if that's all right with you. Absolutely. Terrence Crutcher, Blando Castile, Sandra Bland, Freddie Gray, Walter Scott, Trayvon Martin, although he wasn't killed by a police officer, he was taken senselessly, Alton Sterling, Tamira Rice, Eric Garner, and Mike Brown. Ashe. And we want to leave you guys with this. We want to send love to everyone who is trying to heal from something they can't discuss. And there's a couple of people who may be feeling like Star, who, you know, they're hurting, but they weren't ready to, you know, to, to, to tell to somebody about it. We're just sending love to you because there's a lot of stuff going on, and we're just praying for healing for everybody who's been affected by the situation, okay? I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Y'all make sure you're tuning in every other Friday. It's your girl, Randy O. You can follow me on Instagram at Randy, followed by three O's. It's your boy, Mike B. You can follow me on Twitter, Mike B underscore news. It's Maya. Follow me on Instagram. My Maya M A Y A underscore and on on Twitter at 
oh Maya gosh underscore. She's so adorable. I'm gonna keep it simple. It's just the takeover <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Replace the K with a Q. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. And we out. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook too. Black Educated and Broke. Hey guys, this is Crystal from Dallas, and I stay listening to Black Educated and Broke.